0: And a lot of friends, we don't do that. We don't ask questions. We automatically come with conclusions. And the enemy of happiness is conclusions. The enemy that's going to rob you of happiness, ease, joy is conclusion. Anytime we make a conclusion, anytime we answer something, it will rob you of so many things, Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to the Get Up Girl podcast. We are here live. If you're listening on your favorite podcast episode, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Or we also go live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all the places where there's video. And this is our two Chicks and a Mic monthly talk here with Salome Valdez. In case you're new to the show, she works with me on my team, which is my JV Empire team for my businesses. And I've known her for probably 20 years, right? In case you're new here. And so Salome, welcome. Tell everybody what we're going to talk about today
1: we're going to talk about making the demand of you and i it might seem a little like what does that even mean i know the word demand but what does that mean about making the demand of you we're going to totally go over it and it's going to make a lot of sense
0: yeah i love this when i learned about it so tell us about how this came up in your life and then why we're talking about it now cuz we're actually i'm going to be teaching a workshop about this cuz i really truly know mm-hmm. that this is the foundation the foundation of how you get to the next level you know when you're stuck it's because we're not making the demand of me, of yourself. So tell
1: us about how this came up for you. All right? Let me give you an example. Uh, this was actually really awesome for me. It was like a, oh, like a total, even though I've heard this before from Joanna, it's like, it didn't click until mm-hmm. just recently when I was having a conversation with you, Joanna, and I remember just telling you that I was feeling tired and I'm like, I don't know. I felt sick and I didn't go to work and blah, blah, blah story. And uh, (laughs) I remember you listening to me, which I love so much about Joanna that she listens first. You know, she doesn't come to a conclusion already, then she doesn't judge. So that's something I really like about you. Like you are listening to me you're asking and then you start asking questions so it pretty much is like you're asking me questions okay so why do you feel this way where does where is that coming from mm, i don't know is that coming from some, is that coming from something more deep than that and it helps me think on my own rather than someone else giving me the answers so i want to go through that a little bit first that it's about you also finding out on your own, not someone giving you the answers because you yourself know. You know everything. You know everything about yourself. You know how you feel about your body. You know what your body needs. No one else knows that for you. <laughs> Let me just start off by saying that. I'm taking about a million notes right now. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so then that's what happened. And I, when she asked me, okay, well, is that really yours? I mean, why are you, you know, what, what is it about your body that feels this way? Long story short, I realized that I wasn't making the demand of me, meaning that I was giving the story of me being sick and overworked and overwhelmed because I needed the day off or a few days off or a little vacation or what have you. Where simply I could have just not said the story of me feeling sick or making myself, my body sick. I could have just been, hey, Joanna, or hey, uh, my other job. I need a few days off. I'm a little burnt out and I'm going to chill. But we were not grown up to be that way. We we're grown up to if we say that we want to chill or that we want to lay in bed or that we just want to watch TV and want to have a little vacation. Oh, you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a bad thing to say. And another thing, lazy is not a bad thing either. You can even say that. Hey, I want to be lazy for the next few days. But mm-hmm. because of how we grow up in society is that lazy is such a bad thing. Like, oh, you're you're not a hard worker or you don't work hard. No, 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 no. So that's pretty much what happened in my head when I started talking to you, Joanna. And I realized that I wasn't even self-conscious about it until I started talking to you about it. So That's making the demand of me then really thinking about it's like, oh, okay, moving forward, if I need some time off, I'm not going to make myself sick. I'm not going to say that I'm sick. I'm not going to come up with some story or a lie or whatever. I'm actually going to say, hey, confidently too. I'm going to say, hey, I need a couple of days off. Please don't call me. Please don't text me. I want to chill. Thank you. Mm Yeah, as you were talking, what comes up
0: is the being of lazy, the being of choosing lazy, and that in this reality, lazy is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, when we're wrong, we—I'm uh, kind of losing my my thoughts here, which is a cool thing, everybody, because when you lose your thoughts, it actually means that all the old crap is leaving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even talk right now because it's not there anymore. It like, I want to talk about it with this conversation and I'm literally like out of words right now because it no longer, all those cobwebs live upstairs in this brain. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, but the lazy is considered wrong. It is labeled wrong. And the number one killer of that is conclusion. And we don't want to be wrong. So we'll do everything we can to be right. And then. We we label it wrong. I mean, we can go into story after story because the ultimate worst thing on the planet is to be wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what if you're never, ever, 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 ever times a gazillion wrong? You're never wrong. So if you're never wrong, then choosing lazy is not wrong. It is just a choice. And we're all of it. We're lazy And we're hardworking. But if you're hardworking all the time, nobody is ever anything all the time, ever. I can say Salome is a nice girl. Salome is never 100% nice all the time. We can't. It's impossible to be one thing forever and ever. And are you willing to choose and be both and all of what life has to offer and know that you're never wrong? And it's just a choice. And what that is, is making the demand of you. Are you willing to make the demand of you and choose whatever you're going to choose? That's all it is, is a choice. And so I know when I'm stuck, Salome, Like first thing I do is I'll ask a question. You know, what is this? Hmm, okay, is this mine? Then I, know it's not mine. The other question I also ask is, would an infinite being choose this? We're infinite beings. We would never, ever, ever choose this. And then the next thing I ask is, okay, well, then how can I make the demand of me in order to make the next choice? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I go through first. But I want to reiterate what you talked about. When you told me your quote unquote problem, because we really don't have problems, We just believe that we have problems, but they're actually not problems. They're just things. You know, we never, ever have have problems. That's a whole other podcast. But here's the three things that I did. And then I really learned how to not be superior with other people when they're telling me something. So the first thing is listen, like genuinely listen without a point of view. So what we do is when somebody else tells us their problems, We're listening while thinking, what am I going to tell them what to do? Eh, That's what we're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, -hmm. always
0: telling me something and I'm just thinking, oh my gosh. Okay. When she's, when she stops, I'm going to tell her what she needs to do. What I'm going to give her advice and tell her what I know or what I believe to think is better than what she has chosen. So that's the first thing. Just listen without a point of view, without any judgment. Second thing is, then I asked a question. Like I asked, I asked a question of like, okay, what what is required here for Salome? I didn't go right away with what I think in the past. It was just like, what is required? Oh, and then I asked you a question. And I said, What is that, Salome? Are you willing to make the demand of you? Mm -hmm. And a lot of friends, we don't do that. We don't ask questions. We automatically come with conclusions. And the enemy of happiness. Is conclusions. The enemy that's going to rob you of happiness, ease, joy is conclusion. Anytime we make a conclusion, anytime we answer something, it will rob you of so many things. And Salome, I'm really aware that I gotta get louder on this Mm -hmm. because I've said this for years, and even people that know me, they're still doing making conclusions. And I'm like, okay, I gotta get louder. I got to get louder because I think we think we're getting it and we're not getting it. Conclusion after conclusion after conclusion. And we all get it when we get it. We're all on our own journey. How can we live in curiosity and question so that we can have ease, joy, freedom, happiness? That's where it lies. So what do you think about that?
1: Yes. I'm going to go back to what you were saying about listening, Uh, going back to text even too. Want to get a long text mm. from someone, I start, I, I'm so aware now about myself too, when I'm reading it and I'm just like, oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Wait. Do you automatically already
0: have what you're going to say after yeah. the first sentence of yeah, yeah. a 12 sentence? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I
1: have my, my brain going like, here we go. That kind oh, of attitude. Like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Another one bites the dust. You so know I mean? is it like when you receive that text? Okay. Cause I do this and I wonder for you before i even read it my wall already goes up yes yes and i feel it too um uh, especially when it comes to dancing because uh, uh those of you who don't know i i have my own dance company collaborate and i'm a director there so i do get a lot of people texting like you know with uh oh i can't make rehearsal tonight because blah 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 or i'm not able to blah 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 or i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not able 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 you know so in the beginning i'm like oh, here we go it's already it, they all start the same like, even though they're not the same words, but it's not the same energy kind of thing. Like, I already know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're not- <laughs> Energetically, they're the same. Yeah, It's
1: the same. It's the same. So I'm just kind of like, here we go, kind of thing. Like, uh, rolling my eyes or, you know, and then I'm like, whoa. So now, because I've been working on myself more and more, being more conscious about how I talk or how I think or uh, what energy I put on, I'm starting to now... I caught myself like even before it wasn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would text and I'm like, Oh shoot, I shouldn't have texted that. Or later on I'll read it. And I'm like, Ooh, Solomon. No, that text was like, you know, but now I'm able to see it while I'm reading it. Oh, I feel it now. I'm conscious about it. Okay. Awareness. Ooh. Okay. What's that? Okay. Well, okay. You're judging right away. So you're already becoming that person that you know better, the superior Salome is coming on. Boom, boom, boom. Read it when you're when you're ready. Then I'll read it again and it's completely different. And then my response is something kind. Mm.
0: Let's talk about kindness. Ooh. Yeah. In this reality, we are taught that kindness means to be nice. Mm-hmm. And actually, what kindness is, is treating or speaking to somebody in what they can hear. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that one more time. In this reality, we are taught that kindness is nice, is always nice. And actually kindness is what that other person can hear. For example, when you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago and we're talking about this demand of me of when you were sick and you were telling me the story. I was not nice to you, but I told you and asked you questions in what I knew you could hear. <laughs> And you may not have liked it, et cetera, it doesn't matter, but that was kind to you at that moment and you got it. Maybe you may not have got it or in the past, you know, we've had conversations as well and it may not have been nice, but I know it was kind for you. Yes. So let's talk about that a little bit more because we are brainwashed to think that kindness means nice and sometimes
1: nice doesn't work with everybody. And sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, let me just go back to the way you're saying the kind of let me say that to me, you were nice because <laughs> yeah, some people might not take it. they way like, oh, why is she questioning me? Oh, I, I feel uncomfortable. Why do you feel uncomfortable? Why, why do you feel uncomfortable? Why do you think it's not nice? to me? It was nice because it seemed she's putting in time for me. She's putting in the effort of asking questions to help me figure this out. And I didn't never saw it like it's it did it was not kind. So to me, it was kind and nice when you did do that. But again, we're different people, I'm a different person, I I take things differently. Uh, but yes, so yes, yeah, so going back to the being kind, uh my response to these texts are kind and respectful, as you can say, to to that person. I know people where I can say, okay, I can use these words or I can. Or this person only reads with just one full paragraph or they don't like the, sp- you know what I'm saying? Like even just to that detail where mm-hmm. they like the emojis and some people just don't like them. Emo- you know, like I I know that kind of energy from people. So, oh, no, by the way, blah, blah, blah. It's this, by the way, da da And I have to add an emoji because then if I don't add an emoji, that person to them, it's not kind.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Totally, totally get that. And. While responding in those texts, also what works for you making the demand of you and those texts as well. Because I think a lot of people think that when we change for somebody else, it means that we're putting ourselves last. We're being a pushover and we're being a doormat.
1: Not at all. It's, it, it feels like ease when I do it. So it doesn't feel like I'm enforcing it. And I make sure of that too. Like I, I don't, I, before I used to do that, I forced myself to be nice or kind, you know, and it's like, mm, no, it doesn't feel for me. It doesn't feel kind for myself, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but lately it's been feeling so easy to do it because the way I do it is the way I would actually do it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's put a big bow on this and how can... Like, what from you, and then I'll give mine. What is one big thing that we can give a tool for everybody listening on how they can make the demand of themselves? The first thing. What is yours,
1: Salome? I always go back to asking the question and talking to yourself. What is it that you and your body really want? Your best friend, talk to it. Communication is key. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, for you, question your body. Okay. Same for me would be, To question and get really curious. And the first question I would ask is, what is this? So if anything comes up, what is this? And what is it really, Joanna? Because then you go to the next level. What is it really? And then I ask myself, are you willing to make the demand of you, Joanna? And sometimes it's a no. I'm not willing right now. I'm not ready. I'm not willing. I don't want to. I would like to, but mm mm-mm. I'm not ready yet. Mm -hmm. And then I'll ask the question, okay, will you be ready later? And I might get a yes. Okay, cool. But I'm not ready right now to make the demand of me. Mm -hmm. I just did a podcast on the last one. I think it was episode 228 about making the demand of me with money. And I was excited to, seven years ago, I learned this tip. And I wasn't willing to make the demand of me. I just wasn't. I thought I was. It was such a lie. I was lying to myself. Oh, I could do it. Yeah, yeah. Finally, something clicked on January 1st of 2022. And I made the freaking demand of myself. Do you want to make the demand? And the demand of me is like, there's no black or white. It's just boom. It's just, this is it. That's, there's no other way. If, ands, or buts. I'm going to make the demand. The absolute boom, this is it. And that to me is the energy of the demand of me. And you're not wrong if you're not making the demand of you. It's just, can you be aware? There you go. Just be aware and go like, "Mm -mm, nope, not making the demand. I'm so lying right now. That's such a lie, Joanna. Okay, cool. I'll check in again when I'm willing to make the demand. So I know the difference now, Salome. Mm -hmm. When I'm really, I can feel the difference of when I'm a hell yeah. And when I'm a kind of a 99%, even 99 doesn't work. I need to be 100% concrete in the demand of me.
1: Or even just the story itself. When you already know, like you're talking or that's happened when I'm talking, I'm like, oh, totally giving a story. Mm. As soon as I give a little bit of a story. Yeah. I know there's a 1% that's like, no,
0: not ready yet, Joanna. Until that story is completely, completely gone. Yeah, like even my money story, it's so gone. Like I, at the beginning of the podcast, how I said there's nothing left up in the brain, like because it's gone. The cobwebs are totally gone in that money story. I can tell the story if somebody asks me, but there's zero attachment to it. That's the difference. When we say tell the story, it's because we have an attachment to it. There's yeah. like an energy. Now I could tell the story, but there's zero energy to the money story. It's like, yeah, that's what happened. Yep. I lost a lot of money, spent a lot, and it's all gone. It's all good. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Before, it used to, I used to tell the story of, I spent all my money and it's a whole story. Uh yeah. <clears throat> maxed out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, here's <laughs> this. Yeah. Oh, this is what happened. That's it. <laughs> I can totally tell the story of maxed out and like, yep, invested that money and totally lost it. And that was fun. And it was not fun, whatever it was. Yeah. So I wonder what it would take to be the demand of me for even more things in my Mm -hmm.
1: life. Yeah.
0: So everybody listening, what will it take for you to make the demand of you for areas in your life? And you can ask that question. What would it take to make the demand of me in fill in the blank?
1: I do want to bring something up and I, uh, I, I'm sorry, but, but this is very important. Uh, depression as to when we talk about, I have depression or my therapist said I had depression. Uh, that's another thing that I would love to explore more about because it's like, what if it's not? Mm-hmm. What if depression doesn't even exist? Yes. I mean, mm. I can like, saying this right now. It's like, woo! I know some mm-hmm. people might be like, how do you not know? Okay, <sighs> all right. What if depression doesn't even exist? What
0: if everything's the opposite of what we thought? You, yeah. and, I mean, I'm the queen of depression
1: and felt it, but again, I have no more anxiety. Even you I know? can tell oh, it. Oh, the story. I have anxiety. I have anxiety. What if you don't?
0: Yeah. What if you so don't have, have it?
1: Anxiety. You know, it's boom right here in the head. Yep. So I just wanted to bring that up. That's that's another part of making the demand of you. We can do another show about that, Salome. Let's take a little note because. Uh,
0: I told the story of that I was. Dep- oh my gosh! I, everybody and their mother told me I was depressed and bipolar by the time I was 16. Just until a couple years ago, but I made the demand of me to go on a search, and I found the tools and the tips, which created the Get Up Girl to teach other people. Of like, no, that's not the truth. That's not it. This is actually how you get back up, and this is how you live. And I made the demand of me. To know that that wasn't true for me. I had to make the demand. But if I listened and bought the lie that I was depressed, I know for sure without a every dollar, I would put everything, my life, everything that I would have been dead already from suicide a million times, I would have killed myself over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't make the demand to go, Mm-mm, I don't buy that. Because if yeah. I would have bought it, I would have been a statistic. Mm-hmm. Because of what I started to believe of what was supposed to happen to me. Oh my gosh. I was on every pill every which way, but I made the demand. No, I'm going to figure and it
1: out. I want to add on to that because I know some people might think, Oh, how do you know? How do you know? You're not a doctor, you know, depression. How do you not know asking, or maybe even feeling a little offense offended that I even say that depression might not even exist. I invite you to listen to this podcast and our chats with an open mind, because again, we're not right and we're not wrong. It's like, this is just a conversation that Joanna love having. And these are just questions. These are just questions and questions and questions. And then we invite you to take on to these questions however you feel and however you'd like.
0: Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. We invite you to live in curiosity. Mm -hmm. And what if Mm -hmm. there's more possibilities out there? Yeah, and I get it when you're in that spot you don't understand. Oh, I just had that last month. Nobody understands. And I just had a, a conversation with one of my girlfriends. I'm like, I get it, girl. It doesn't scare me. Because I know think sometimes we can scare other people by the thoughts that we hear in our head. I'm like, it doesn't scare me. You can tell me because I've heard every thought in the world. I've tried everything. I've tried every way how to kill myself and it didn't work. And this is at, I this is gonna be Salome. What if we do like a whole series on this or something because it's it's just not enough for this amount of minutes to go deeply into it
1: and i would love to talk to other people live if people are willing to uh talk about this too
0: yeah for a different possibility because Mm -hmm. what we're doing is it really working or is it just getting bigger Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and it works for me i'm i am right here living proof that i'm not dead from no from no uh medicine and i did it like completely in a different possibility that sounds like craziness and it works yeah Yeah. and are you willing yeah cool we're in the invitation yeah we are totally the invitation and what works for you choose it and if it's not working for you then you know dm us on instagram and let us know because we'd love to hear from you Mm -hmm.
1: anything else before we wrap this up oh no thank you for having me again i love having these chats with you
0: Yeah, this was a really cool one. And if you're listening and you're still like a little, yeah, but, oh, I'm a little confused. DM us, let us know of what you would like us to break down next time. And we can definitely even explore it a little bit more. This is really, really a two, three, four-parter, Salome. We'll do that next time. Thank you for listening to Two Chicks on a Mic on the Get Up Girl podcast with myself, Joanna Vargas, and Salome Valdez. And we will see you next time.